Welcome to the Questions of Faith podcast. I'm Brad Stevens here with Dr. Timothy Laredo, and today we have a special episode about the importance of servant leadership. Leadership is something of a buzzword in today's society. Businesses, corporations, even nonprofits are all seeking to learn how to be better leaders. And while leadership is obviously something that's incredibly important in many ways, how can we as leaders lead in a way that is consistent with following a Christ-like lifestyle? In this episode, we'll be talking with Reverend Matt Jones. Pastor Jones has been a lead pastor of Broadway Assembly in Lorain, Ohio for 17 years. Pastor Jones' life and ministry is one which really exemplifies our discussion today. And so we're excited to have him on the podcast today to talk about this important topic. Welcome to the Questions of Faith podcast, Pastor Jones. We're so glad that you are here today. Thank you, Dr. Tim. It is a pleasure to be with you. Been looking forward to this time ever since you had asked me to take part. And so we've just enjoyed being here with you this week. Yeah, just uh, in real time here, we are in revival at Faith Tabernacle uh, with Pastor Jones and Mai. We've had awesome services. Uh, And if you're listening to this now, it's it's been a couple weeks since we've been in revival. But I encourage you to go and uh, check out our Facebook page and and listen to some of the messages Pastor Jones has, has really been blessing our church. Before we dive into this episode, would you please just take a moment to introduce yourself to our audience? Sure, sure. Um, Matt Jones, I've been uh, in uh, Lorain, Ohio now for going on 18 years come January, and uh, we I, uh, I was in Southwest Missouri. That's my home stomping grounds. Oh, show me state. Uh, yes, <laughs> and uh, then went to Pennsylvania for uh, Bible college and then ended up in Ohio. Awesome. And so been around a little bit, uh, done some missions work, and uh, but really feel uh, called long-term to pastoral work. Yeah. And so it's been a privilege. The folks there in Lorraine have just treated us great. Yeah. And uh, so we, we love uh, just uh, working for the Lord and uh, got a family. Uh, my wife's not able to be here in this revival. Uh, we have three children, but uh, we uh, we all just kind of make Lorraine our home now, and yeah. we're loving it up there in the north. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. As we talk right now, uh, it's about almost 90 today. It's going to be yeah. super hot today in Texas, and Lorraine, Ohio, it snowed on just a few <laughs> days ago up there, so we are uh, baptizing uh, him in the Texas exactly. heat. Exactly. <laughs> I'm saying bring it on. <laughs> That's awesome. That's now, awesome. normally I have an unofficial question for our guest. But this week, I'm actually asking Brother Tim, what does it feel like to have a fellow Ohioan Ohioan here (laughs) with you today? It's awesome. The anointing is just so strong (laughs) right now. (laughs) That's awesome. We'll dive in right on in, uh, Pastor Jones. As a starting point, how would you define servant leadership from a biblical perspective? Well, I think uh, we can do that in one word, and that is Jesus. Mm -hmm. I think he personifies servant leadership so well. Uh, you can't read uh, the Gospels without seeing it shine through, uh, and especially uh, there where he took the towel mm. and served his disciples and washed their feet and uh, gave to them, I think, the perfect illustration of servant leadership, where I would define it as you serve first, you lead second. Mm. Mm, serving out of your leadership. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, I was thinking there as you were talking about that, the the short answer of Jesus, uh, you know, that's the short answer to a lot of things. <laughs> exactly. But when you think about, um, you know, this leadership perspective from a Christian perspective, 
if we're not careful, we can we can try to get our perspective of leadership from a worldly perspective, exactly. uh, or from uh, you know, and, and there's a lot of good uh, principles out there. But from a Christian perspective, uh, as someone who uh, is a leader, and whether we like it or not, or realize it or not, everyone is a leader. Uh, if you're if you're a parent, you're a leader of of your your children. If you're uh, you know a, a young person, you lead yeah, other people, absolutely. other siblings, or your friends. Uh, so whether you have the title of leadership or not, we're all leaders. And so, how should we lead uh, from a biblical perspective? Uh, a servant, uh, as you mentioned, that of Jesus. Exactly. I love what you said. We're all leaders, and I'm reminded of John Quincy Adams. He said, mm. "If your actions inspire people to dream more." learn more, do more, become more, then you are a leader. Mm. And uh, servant leaders buck the traditional leadership style in taking a different approach, I feel, and they care more about being, I guess, part of the team Mm. Mm -hmm. uh, and setting others up for success Rather than ju- just making sure everybody knows they're the boss, mm, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. is that if yeah, that makes yeah, sense. absolutely. I think I think there by definition you're talking about the the leader as a servant leader. It's not about them, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's about others because the servant leader focuses on, I think, coaching and developing other individuals, mm. not just achieving the goals. They have goals, mm. but they they want to bring others along with them mm. uh, sure. as they achieve the goals of the organization or the ministry. And servant leadership has been around, obviously, for centuries. In fact, uh, as I mentioned, Christ being the perfect servant leader. And I think it uh, has had a resurgence uh, in the more recent decades by guys like Robert Greenleaf, mm-hmm. uh, who in about 1970 wrote that essay called The Servant is a Leader. Yeah. And he described servant leadership like this, and I quote, he said, the servant leader is servant first, and it begins with the natural feeling that one wants to serve and to do that first. Mm. Uh, a lot of companies look at employees as kind of cogs in a wheel mm, yeah. uh, who exist solely to help the organization advance towards its goals. And leaders act as taskmasters who dole out authority and don't care how the work gets done as long as it's done sure, on time. Sure. But a servant leadership, he, he f- a servant leader flips the typical leadership script, putting people ahead of power. Mm, mm. That's what I, I see. So so I think that's kind of one of the things that's at the core characteristics of it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's really important and, and a great point. I, as you were talking there, I was thinking about Philippians 2, where uh, Christ is showing, uh, Paul talks about in that poem there, about how Christ, he humbled himself yes. and became a servant and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. And that idea of that yeah the the leader who is a servant leader it, it, they have humility as their yeah, there's their core it's not about them but it's about helping to build something that's bigger than them right. I like what you said about how a servant leader they um uh, they help mentor and grow their team Pastor Snow has said around here that if if I pass on and my ministry dies because I have not inspired a second generation then I have failed wow and I try and take that to heart that and, is uh, great I really really enjoyed that well I I was thinking about Uh, Pastor Snow, and he's been an inspiration for me in this area Mm. because I've bounced ideas off Mm. of him, and uh, I just think, once again, uh, he has been a great example of it. Mm. And uh, like you had mentioned at the opening of the podcast, uh, how 
younger, this mm-hmm. younger generation uh, really needs to see this displayed mm. because, you know, there's, I think I was reading last week about 10 different common leadership styles. Mm. Now there's more, but I mean, there's, sure. there's at least 10 common ones and, you know, there's the visionary style and then there's the, uh, democratic style, more independent, self-ruled, mm-hmm. you know, there's the pace setter style. That's more of a pioneer and an innovator. And, and then there's the bureau- bureaucratic style that's kind of rigid and mm, inflexible. Yeah, yeah. And we've all seen, we've all probably had leaders with a little bit of that. And, uh, but I really think that this topic that you're dealing with today with the servant style is really just what we need a mm. resurgence of. Yeah, for sure, especially within the church uh, and church culture. And to, you know, we're, we're talking right now about servant leadership, but talking about something and then exemplifying <laughs> exactly. it is two different things, right? Exactly. We've got to uh, not just talk about it or not just listen um, to what Scripture has revealed about these things, but we got to be doers of the right. Word. Right. Right. As well. And so uh, something else I want to ask you as part of this, as someone who is seeking to, you know, uh, to lead in this style and has really adopted this servant leadership philosophy as part of your ministry, talk to us a little bit about why it matters. Why, uh, to the person that's listening right now, why does it matter that they really embrace this style of leadership, this philosophy of, I'm a servant, I'm called to serve as I lead whoever I lead. Well, the the idea, I think, that's conveyed in Scripture is that uh, we follow Christ uh, and we follow Him into this servanthood. Mm. Uh, and like kind of keying off of what you mentioned earlier, the humility aspect. Mm. And we've all seen uh, in our generation uh, those that have become so proudful mm. of their position And uh, then, obviously, we know what the principle in Scripture is when it comes to pride. Yeah. Uh, They're setting themselves up for a fall. Mm. And uh, so if we approach leadership from this servanthood aspect, I think we can experience long-term leadership and transparency and taking others with us and uh, really live above reproach Mm. because so many have fallen into reproach through, you know, uh, just really making it all about themselves. Sure. Yeah. You mentioned uh, pride and, you know, you think about what James talks about there, that one of the deadly sins of that, (laughs) or the pride of life, you know, that, that aspect of pride is sneaky and in the way that it wants to infiltrate our lives and control our actions. And, and as leaders, you know, as people that are leading others, you know, we, if we're not careful, pride can sneak into, oh, uh, right. I know best and I've, I've got all the answers and I, I know what the, the person above me is, needs to be doing and, and those type of things. Um, mm. but that, that humility that you mentioned, right. uh, as a way of, of approaching leadership is, is just paramount. It's key. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So servant leadership at its core, is, it's a value system. So for the young leaders listening, talk to them about motivation beyond embracing a lifestyle of servant leadership. What should motivate us to want to be that servant leader? I feel that uh, our motivation uh, is really some of the principles that I think we can glean from Scripture that would back this up. 
in the sense that uh, listening is at the heart of servant leadership. Mm. Listening, if uh, let's say a team member's talking, servant leaders give them full focus, attention, uh, without interruption. And it goes a long way to make your, your team or the individuals you're working with feel valued. It shows them you care about mm, them. Yeah. You know, uh, another thing I think one of the main motivations should be empathy. Mm. Um, you know, a, a lot goes into empathy, but when it comes to servant leadership, it basically comes down to getting to know your team mm. and find out what makes them tick and learn their strengths and their weaknesses and plan accordingly. Mm. And that way you can get your team members to shine and maybe even help them turn their weaknesses into strengths. Mm. I think that's what Christ did with, with one of his disciples that comes to my mind is, is Peter. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, a great he, example. <laughs> Yeah. He was always, you know, he he had to really work with him. Mm. But man, what a great, great guy! You, yeah, we're thankful he did. Right, <laughs> exactly. Day of Pentecost was, uh, <laughs> was yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. The founder, uh, the foundational. You know, Jesus said, "On this rock, I'm going to build my church." You know, one of the uh, founders of the church, and and yeah, thank thank Absolutely. God that he had yes. uh, compassion and empathy with Peter's weaknesses to work with him. That's great. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I was thinking of uh, really the aspect of healing, mm. uh, because if you're going to be a servant leader, you're going to have members of your team that will come to you from, you know, if, if we're looking at the church setting, they could come to you from a previous church or a previous home situation or work environment that was, that's was that been toxic. Mm. And uh, you have the privilege as a servant leader to walk them through to healing. Mm. And healing is as simple as creating a healthy uh, ministry environment, work environment, one that is uh, that has work life balanced and built in, but yet it has this spiritual side of things where it's it's about giving people the tools they need to succeed and feel like a valued member of your church or your team and know that we can get through what we're going through. Yeah, there is healing on the other side. Mm, that's awesome. That's it's really helpful um, because you know, we, if you've experienced unhealthy leadership, it can taint your perspective Absolutely. on even from a church perspective. You know, every pastor is bad. Every church, uh, I mean, yeah. just get hurt. You know, and all those type of things. And the enemy can really work in those things. Um, and I love how you talked about that as a healing aspect, and and I like the empathy part that you mentioned there. I think that is, um, you know, kind of couples along with humility. This true. really caring about you know the other person as a servant uh, to want to help them. Mm, you know, yeah. and that's that's so powerful. That's so good. You know, in, in helping others, I think we also, as a servant leader, need to take inventory of our own strengths and weaknesses, not mm. of just those that we're leading. And and uh, then we use ourselves in ways that you know um, we're all growing together. Sure. You sure. know, and I think a, a good example is that your team will actually see you grow mm. as a leader. Mm. You're setting the example. Uh, I've had people approach me at the church I pastored when I was voted there uh, as the pastor. I was pretty young, mm. Mm. and uh, they've come to me and they've said, "Man, we have seen you, mm. you know, grow." And I think that's what Paul told Timothy. Mm. He said, "You are to show yourself." 
let others see your progress. I'm yes. not sure what yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. Uh, the the reference of scripture that is, but he said so that others will see yeah, yeah. your progress. Show yourself to prove of God, a workman yes. needeth not be ashamed. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I mean, that that kind of dovetails a little bit into uh, this this question that I was wanted to ask you about. Uh, you know, about this idea of growing in our servant leadership, um, especially as young leaders, um, yes. to to recognize that this process of growing is something that is a necessary process, it's an unavoidable process. If you're going to be a servant leadership, it's something that you're going to have to grow into it. Uh, our natural flesh is not it doesn't work as a servant leader. Our natural flesh uh, doesn't want to do that. So, so maybe talk to uh, to the some young leaders um, and give them some suggestions about how to grow in their ability to be a, the servant leader that God has called them to be. Sure. Well, as I and, and let me go back to what I mentioned because I think the first step is learn to have a listening ear. Mm, yeah. Uh, because I think it starts there. And, uh, and then if we could recap these, uh, if we was going to start, you know, at, at ground zero, mm -hmm. uh, the listening ear and then cultivating the empathy that we mentioned and, and embracing the fact that, uh, you know, you're going to be involved in some circumstances that's going to need some healing. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then this, this idea that you mentioned about, uh, leading by example, and we've kind of talked about that, uh, setting the tone for our team. Uh, and really, uh, if, if a young person wants to, uh, embrace this, uh, they're going to need to, show by their example you know some leaders they ask people to do things they wouldn't do themselves mm. we've all seen that right <laughs> sure but but this this idea of being willing to really just do the undesirable mm. job yeah you know uh, these are just some practical things yeah. like you mentioned if if a young person is really you know uh, uh, a lot of times you know we've all had to some extent, some sure. Bible college exposure. And, uh, you know, we always know the ones that come in and they want to pick up the Bible yeah. and just go to the pulpit and set the world on fire right? Yeah. without having to really uh, get their hands dirty. Yeah. And, and I, I've realized that it's going to take more than, you know, just, uh, you know, the desire to preach and proclaim the word of God is a very high calling, mm -hmm. but sometimes you got to take up the broom before you pick up the Bible. Oh, come on. You're going to be sweeping some floors. Sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, or a plunger. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's really, I think the nuts and bolts of mm -hmm. where it starts mm -hmm. because, uh, being, being involved in serving and your local church and, and going to your pastor, your a youth or assistant pastor and saying, hey, what can I do? Mm. Not that you're wanting to get behind the pulpit, not that you're wanting to teach a Sunday school class or be uh, on the board mm -hmm. first. You know, all those things may come in time, but you're going to have to just take care of the church lawn yeah. or, or like you said, take the plunger and go to work. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And and that that philosophy, that mindset for a young person to have of, I am a servant and I'm a servant leader and I'm, I'm actually showing leadership yes. as I'm doing these things, that, that they're not menial tasks, they're not things that are insignificant, but they actually do matter. Yes. And if you'll be faithful in the small things... You know, Jesus said, yes. I'll make you ruler over many. Like, I'll, I'll put you in leadership positions. 
if you will be faithful in the small menial task, uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll just tell a quick story here. I remember uh, I was a, a young person. I just got called to preach. I was 16 years old, and uh, my pastor uh, came to me and said, I heard you got called to preach. Uh, you know, I, I'm excited for you. That's awesome. I was, I, I'd, I'd like to ask you to do something. Yeah. And, you know, immediately in my mind, I'm like, oh, he's going to ask me to preach. Uh, you, know, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm excited, you know, and my, my, I'm ready to say yes. I'm like, yeah, whatever you need, you know, thinking he's going to ask me to preach or something. And he said, um, I'd like you, before every service, we had a cordless microphone. And he said, I want you to change the batteries out oh, of the microphone wow. before every service. Wow. And that moment, like it was a moment of shock for me because it wasn't what I was expecting him to ask me. Um, you know, I just got called to preach. I know I should be <laughs> preaching from the microphone, not changing the batteries, right? I love it. Yeah, but but I said yes to that moment and I was the battery changing guy. You know, I mean that was what I did for Incredible. several years. Um and I really, really genuinely believe that 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 was a moment of testing that my pastor was mm -hmm. giving for me that I didn't even realize it was a test at the moment. Wow. But it was this, are you willing to serve? Okay, you're called to preach. Awesome. But are you willing to serve? And that that illustration oh. and in my life, as I've looked back and it has been a something powerful to me to realize that that was a servant leadership, you know? And wow. And to embrace that as that's what I'm called to do is to be a servant leader, and that's what you're 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 mentioning there and talking exactly. about. Yeah, yeah, and you know, servant leaders they start somewhere, and that's mm, where you yes, started. Yes, yes. And they were you, you were open and willing, uh, thankfully, to say, okay, this yeah. is going to be my job. Mm -hmm. And obviously. God has led you mm, great yeah. places. Yeah. And I think servant leaders know there's always more to learn. Yes. And uh, if you lead projects in any way, you have the power of positive influence. And you can set up your team or your church or organization for success. Mm -hmm. You set them up for success in that uh, servant leaders live by a people-first mindset mm. and believe that when... Their team members feel personally and professionally and spiritually fulfilled. They're more effective, more likely to regularly produce great mm. works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and because of their emphasis on other people growing and finding fulfillment and mm -hmm. satisfaction and working together, they tend, I think, really to achieve higher levels mm -hmm. of, of respect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it all stems from, from a mindset of embracing a lifestyle yes. of leadership that is a servant leader. And that, as you've hinted at and pointed to several times, that that, that lifestyle is something that is, it's not a moment. Right. It's not a Sunday morning sunday you know type thing but it's it's something that as young leaders uh, or whatever stage of leadership you're in it's 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 a lifestyle it's your whole life like exactly that's the style that's who i am i am a servant leader and um that's that's i think something that's really important a philosophy of embracing this is who i am right right what i do 
isn't is nearly as yeah, important. That's right. But that's just who I am. Yeah, that's right. That's good. Pastor Jones, what risks and challenges do you see associated with embracing a lifestyle of servant leadership? For that leader, what's yes. on the line? Yes. Well, I think one of the challenges, I was thinking of this earlier this morning uh, when I was just kind of meditating on, on uh, this podcast coming up. I think servant leaders can become, if they're not careful, burnt out mm. as they often put the needs of their team above their own. Mm, that's good. So you have to guard against that. Mm -hmm. um, I've had to learn to juggle some things, mm. and uh, I'm not always aced that test. Mm -hmm. I'll be transparent sure. with you. Yeah. Uh, it's easy for us to, uh, in, in servant leadership, to put others even before our own families. Mm. And we can't obviously chew sure. that. Mm -hmm. uh, so we don't want to sacrifice our family on the altar. Mm -hmm. uh, try, you know, uh, then there's, you know, servant leaders can become, like I said, drained. Mm -hmm. And so you've always got to be sure you keep your relationship with Christ, with your family, uh, paramount. Mm. Uh, yes. and, and obviously, uh, another challenge with servant leadership is that sometimes you can have a hard time being authoritative mm. when you need to be, <laughs> 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 because you, you, there's a side of servant leadership. You want to be everybody's buddy, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. but there is also a side that says, okay, um, we're going to, we're going to really have to work this out and yeah. we're going to have to get moving forward. On this, this is not permittable. This <laughs> exactly. is not allowed. <laughs> we, exactly. we can't allow this to keep exactly. going. Yeah. So that was a couple that I was yeah. thinking of. I really liked what you talked about there about, you know, uh, guarding against, uh, you know, burning out or that type. Uh, my mind immediately went to Jesus in his oh, getting yeah. away from the crowds and going, uh, into times of solitude and times of, even the perfect servant leader recognizes I've got to get some time alone with God. I've got to get some time alone to, because uh, being a servant is draining. It yes. requires a lot of work. It's 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 so much uh, consuming and it's it's yeah. inconvenient and it's 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 such a drain on us emotionally, physically, uh, spiritually, and and to. If we're, I love how you pointed that out because if we're not careful, we can um, we can allow ourselves to to be stretched so far that we're we're no longer useful yes. to anybody because right. we have we've we've become a giant ball of availability. <laughs> That's true, <laughs> you know. And uh, yeah, that that is uh, that is really important to recognize that keeping keeping our ourself healthy by spending time with Christ and spending time with God and family and and those type of things recharging yes. uh, our life so that we can be the effective servant right. leadership uh the leader that we need to be exactly love it love yeah, it that's yeah. great yeah pastor Jones just quick question for you you've talked to give some examples of things to do especially for young people starting out Maybe talk to the individual that maybe they've heard some of the things you've said today and they didn't follow those. Where do they need to go? What do they need to do to start out to maybe turning some of these things around? Sure. Well, I think um, obviously make a commitment. Say, I'm going to embrace this new style. Mm. Uh, God gives us fresh starts. Sure. 
And I really believe that your leadership style is not something you're born with. Mm. It's something that you learn mm. and you cultivate and you begin to really uh, just pull all the pieces together mm-hmm. because you may have learned from some of your mistakes. Hopefully we all do yeah. that yeah. Uh, and said, okay, this didn't work. And so we're going to go back to ground zero and we're going to start fresh and anew and, and just begin to implement some of these things we have talked about today. I mean, uh, if you can, if you feel you're able to motivate people, if you feel you have some communication skills, if you personally care about your team and those around you, which hopefully you do, mm-hmm. uh, if you have uh, you know a side that likes to encourage and collaborate and and engage with others, then commit to mm-hmm. this leadership style. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would encourage everyone to uh, because uh, you will grow and you will take others with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's really helpful and and and. Encouraging, uh, you know, because the truth of the matter is embracing uh, servant leadership doesn't mean just because we embrace this lifestyle doesn't mean we do it perfectly no, or that we, exactly. we've got it all right. We, we fail to be servants as we should sometimes. And we, um, and, and, but when we do, the humble servant leader will say, Hey, I, I messed that up. Yes. I, I, and, and, and even, you know, as a father, you know, I'm just, transparent here with you know sometimes i i have to go to my sons and yes. say hey i'm sorry i i acted out of frustration there or i was yes. uh, i was a little short and i didn't yes. need to be uh and and we forgive me and mm-hmm. and to exemplify servant leadership to my sons uh, even though you know oh, i'm the father i'm the leader <laughs> i don't have to do that. right but i want i i want to i want them to know that that dad doesn't get it always right, yeah, that's right. and that that sometimes I, I I fail to be the 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 servant leader that I need to be, and uh, I, I want to be I want to be humble enough to say I'm I'm sorry. Absolutely, I messed up. And I think those are memorable moments mm-hmm. in your children's yeah, lives. Sure. They will remember that. I, I can speak from experience because yeah. I've had to do the same thing. I've had to, you know, go to staff meetings in the boardroom and mm-hmm. say, you know what, this mm-hmm. idea didn't work. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's scrap it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my call and my mistake, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and just be up front. Yeah. And and I think once again, that that builds something into your team. Sure. Like you said. Yeah. That, it's a risk, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> because because you because some people will want it. Well, look at you. Yeah, right? yeah, you're a weak leader. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a risk, but but if you've cultivated that atmosphere, they're going to forgive yes. mm-hmm. and they're going to move forward. That's what I've you. found yeah. exactly. Most and the their respect goes up for you yes. instead of down. Yes, yeah, yeah, because they know they've done the same thing <laughs> exactly. before, right? And they 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 identify with that and, and will, willing to follow. In the future, uh, in conclusion, um, if somebody would like to connect with you um, to uh, maybe a further question or uh, sure. just to express how much they've enjoyed this episode, uh, what would be the best way for them to do that? Oh, I love getting emails. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so you can just uh, email me at pastor at broadwayassembly.org. 
Okay. That's pastor at broadwayassembly.org. I know it's a long one, <laughs> yeah, but hopefully awesome. you can get it. Yeah. But I'd love to get an email yeah, from somebody, yeah. and sure, I would engage and respond. Yeah, well, thank you so much for uh, sharing with us uh, this this episode about servant leadership. I know it's going to be a blessing to uh, our listeners, and uh, we just want to say how much we appreciate you, Pastor Jones, and, and the revival that uh, that God is is working and moving in, and your your exemplifying this uh, this topic of servant leadership and um, I pray that it's a blessing to uh, to each of our listeners and uh, may God bless you thank you for listening to this episode of the questions of faith podcast if you like what you've heard please consider subscribing and writing a review on your preferred audio platform that would really help us out this show was produced by Brad Stevens theme music by the band liquify questions of faith is a ministry of faith tabernacle assembly of God located in Denton Texas. The goal of this podcast is to equip the modern day Christian with answers to timeless questions. If you would like to submit a question that may be highlighted on the show, you may do so by emailing us. That email address is questions at ftdenton.com. You may also submit a question by messaging our Facebook page, Questions of Faith Podcast. And until next Monday, God bless.